What's Swingin' Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Fred Moore. And today, my guest is Quinn Jackson. He's at Team Quinn Fit on Instagram. And um, he's a Steel Mace coach. And, um, you know, you're, the tag in your, in your Instagram says it all. Inspiring and educating new lifters to feel more confident in the gym and in themselves. That's big stuff right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. You know, when people are looking for a coach, you know, they want to find something that they can relate to or whatever. And, you know, I think gone are the days of, you know, like, hey, man, just get in here and get jacked. You know, there's got to be something more to it. We need more substance and stuff like that. So um, how's, where does that tagline come from for you? Uh, what does it mean? Well, to be honest, like, I started lifting at a later age than I thought, like, I grew up as a professional dancer, so lifting weights wasn't really a big thing. Um, so I didn't start lifting weights until I was like 21, 22 years old when I moved out to California, and I was working the front desk at Cold's Gym down there. So like you're seeing all these macho, big, ripped-up guys all in California, and it's just like you're walking around the gym intimidated, scared. You don't know what this piece of machine is, and there's a guy next to you squatting like 500 pounds, looking like it's easy. So for me, it kind of stemmed from, you know, getting rid of that stereotype of like, you don't need to know what you're doing to go to the gym. Like, you don't have to be the big giant buff guy. Like, you can be new. You can be a beginner. So, because going into a gym for a guy, and for women as well, it's very intimidating because if you don't know what you're doing, you just kind of mosey around, twiddle around on your phone. Uh, sit on a bench for way too long and you know after some bicep curls and some bench press that has horrible form you think you did a great workout so it kind of all the stems of this you know educating everyone that it's okay to be a beginner and to start somewhere because everyone started somewhere yeah that that's really cool and you know you're you're tapping into the mindset thing there and and that that's that's really first and foremost i think uh, when people walk into a gym and they're like, yo, man, I'm here to get busy. You know, who, who wants to be my coach? Like they already won that battle, you know, exactly. but that's like a small portion of people. And then you mentioned, you know, ladies and, and I always feel bad for the ladies, man. You see, you see sometimes they're, they're borderline getting stalked at the, at the gym, uh, you know, they're getting followed around. They're, you know, I mean, some of the girls just own it, man. They wear some sexy stuff and they don't care. And they're like, you're like, they're like, go ahead, look at me. And if you come near me, I'm going to kick you right in the nose, you know? And that's, and it, if that works for them, that works for them. But not all girls are like that. And I've talked to girls before about it and, and they'll say, um, yeah, you know, I just, like, guys are staring at me. This one guy just followed me from machine to machine and I couldn't even get into the zone. And I'm like, ah, dude, that is, that is, that is bad. Well, you know, we always bring up this thing with girls and stuff, but depending on where you're living and stuff, the guy culture can have just as big of a problem. Like, I lived very, very close to West Hollywood, California. And if you know West Hollywood, California, it is the gay national of the world. Um, so the, the Gold's Gym down there is, has a very wide diversity of sexuality. So not even just for, like, girls in certain areas like guys can actually have the same problem it's just we don't talk about it as much because for us it's kind of emasculating so yeah. but 
you know, like I've definitely been stocked on a few different machines and stuff and approached in inappropriate ways at the gym many times by men who are twice my age at Gold's Gym. So, you know, but still loved working there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it's it's tough for guys too. And and yeah, that's the interesting yeah. thing that um, you know, we maybe guys don't want to talk about it as much. And and you know, interestingly enough, I was like right by where I live. Uh, we have a high, a very big gay community uh, called Asbury Park. It's on the beach. It's awesome, yeah. awesome city, man. It's awesome. And, um, you know, I, I go to a coffee shop down there, and I had a guy hitting on me. And I, I was okay with it, but it wouldn't stop. Like, he just kept, like, every everything. I tried to, like, bring the conversation to a higher level, so to speak, and he kept going back down to, like, Oh yeah, you got nice arms. There's stuff, stuff like that. And I walked out of there and I said, you know what? Now I know. Now I know what it's like. You know, <laughs> it's like there's there's like a balance of like you know, thank you for the compliment and okay, get the hint. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Guys are the worst at that though. I mean, I've I've uh, been lingering around girls and stuff in the past, and 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 then I realized, wow, what a what a dick I was. Dude, so I get yelled at all the time that I can't pick up hints in like the worst way possible. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe it's that drive and determination some people have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, you you actually were you visited from, you're in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. you drove down to, to Jersey actually to to meet with um, Harbeats and and the rest of the uh, the East yeah. Coast the East Coast Steel Mace Flow gang. Um, I missed that one. I was at the Vintage Strength Games, and um, you know, we before we hit the record button, we were just talking about this. So I want to hear about that from your perspective. So you said that there was like nine certified steel mace flow coaches in the class to begin with, and there was like twenty people there. You know, there, yeah, the, we, we have a group photo actually, and we posted before as like all the steel mace flow coaches, like Jamie Pinto was there, Charles. Um, Sleepy Monkey was there. I know he's been on the podcast. There's, and I can't remember all the other ones off the top of my head, but there's probably a good like eight to nine of us um, there. And it was at Critical Mass in New Jersey. So shout out to Ken for hooking it up down there and stuff. Um, but it was great, man. Like the workout was literally after the warm up, we had the mates in our hand for probably a good like six hours straight almost. Wow. Yeah, it was brutal. And the funny thing was like, you know, I actually just talked to Harbeats the other day. Um, that wrote him a review for his website and stuff. Um, it wasn't really anything that we didn't technically know how to do, but just like the information, the way that he taught it and then added slight little like change of direction. Like, all right, you're going to swing your mace and then you're going to turn that way with this foot. And it was like, it just blew our minds of like how the mace could take you. So it was an amazing workshop, amazing gym. Um, Everyone down there at Critical Mass was very welcoming and very awesome to hang out with. So yeah. you were on the beaches in Florida, which, you know, we were all a little jealous of and we missed you. So it was terrible weather <laughs> that, that weekend. So I, you know, it was like raining and everything. So that was, it wasn't the best, but um, yeah, the, the, the vintage strength games was uh, uh, my first time competing in it. So I had a, a completely different experience. It was like just ballistic, you know, like just <laughs> grinding out heavy weight and, people with blisters on their hands and everything but it, whether it's that type of training or it's mace flow or whatever it is mace clubs all this stuff what you're talking about is a very interesting thing and you know this this does 
spill over this concept does go into regular training too because you're you're, you're a coach uh, how i teach a squat is not how you teach a squat there are fundamentals that you do teach but how you present that information and how you know you are delivering and then the person is receiving the person receiving the information may may not get the same message from me as they might get from you so you know that's just like who how we relate to the person so to speak so when you went to study with what uh Harbeats is doing with what you already know we're talking about like a fine tuning process here stuff that is just like it's like you could cook uh, a delicious mac and cheese but then the other guy comes in and does something special with a little bit of with a with a salt and some seasoning and all of a sudden it's mind-blowing and i i think that's what we got here and it really happens a lot with steel mace i mean you know i've tried to i've struggled teaching 360s some people they just don't get it and then i present it a different way and then they get it right dude it was like when leo did a class not that long ago um and i took his class and after the warm-up it was all 360s and this is the way that he taught it and like bringing out the emotion of what you feel during the 360. And then we did like a 360 to Shaolin and then bringing out the emotion in that. It's like everyone has their own approach to things. Yeah. So it's like if I taught you to do a 360, like it's going to be different than what Leo's taught you, than what Ken has taught you, than what Harvey's would teach you and stuff. Because I see different things and we have different life experiences to be able to see certain abilities that people have. Like my dance background gives me a very, very wide range of view on a person's body and how the body works. Right. So for me to be able to teach you to do a 360, I can tap into the 15 years of ballet that I've done and be able to pinpoint what I see. But then you have Leo, who's been swinging a mace for the past 10 years. He's going to be able to pinpoint something even finer or even just different. Right. I, I filmed a video the other, uh, when I first started doing 360s and Zach from up in Saskatchewan said, yo, dude, try gripping it with your pinky more. Yeah. Off an Instagram video. Like, how do you even see that? <laughs> right, yeah. That's... And it totally fixed my elbow pain. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> now, let's talk about that elbow pain because I like to bring stuff to the podcast that helps people, especially people such as you and, and the other coaches out there because, um, you know, we're all working this game here and, and really get, getting our um, – our balance with our teaching and our coaching. So what was the elbow pain you had? Was it on the inside? Was it like tennis elbow type, like in that area? It was the inside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like tennis elbow, man. So um, I think a lot of it had to do with um, like my hyperextension of my elbows. Oh, wow. So super flexible. Um, so doing that and when I first started Steel Mace in, that had been last August or September, um, when I went to my arrow, I would pop it up and super extend it. Mm -hmm. So, and I always noticed it after I did like a few arrows and stuff that the pain would be a little worse. Um, so I, I contribute to like hypermobility of my joints, um, which is just my blessing of genetics. Thank God. <laughs> right. um, but recovery for it and stuff was fairly easy. Um, you know, definitely worked on a little bit more bicep and tricep extensions and curls and stuff to strengthen up the area around it. Um, got into doing FRC, um, circular rotation of my wrist and my elbow. Um, a few scrapings and stuff with a nice gout tool yeah. and then ice every now and then. And, you know, a couple of weeks I was pretty much golden, so. 
Yeah. Now the the regripping of what's by holding it with the three fingers, what did that do for you? To be honest, like thinking about it, I think it just gave my wrist a better structural position. Cause instead of like holding it with like these three fingers and having it like kind of twirl around my wrist when I'm doing a 360, like I actually had like a full grip and a straight wrist. So, right. cause inside of the elbow pain could also come from like the wrist, like being in proper movement and pinching as well. Um, which mine mostly came from the actual wrist into my elbow. Um, so actually like strengthening up my wrist and like really working on my wrist mobility, um, by actually using my full grip actually helped a lot. So, okay. So, and then you would, you'd be doing a two hand 360, and then you noticed you were getting this pain and it was in your left elbow. Yeah. At the end, like at the, like not during the, the motion, but like, it'd be like the next day when my triceps are super tight and yeah. my forearms are blown out from like doing too many of them. Right. Cause I was getting ready to do my steel mates flow certification. So my goal was to do 500 as fast as I could, as clean right. as I could. So I was practicing every day, doing as many as I could without taking a break. And then, you know, I've only been playing around with the mace for a month. So sure enough, overtraining these different movements that I'd never done before. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. I mean, too many reps of something. And we all do that. Like I remember the first time I ever jump roped. Um, I mean, you, you pick it up pretty quickly and then you're like, okay. And, it, and it's like, you, I could do this all day. And that's kind of what I did. And the next day I couldn't even walk. And then the day <laughs> after that, I was thinking about actually going to the hospital because I just completely destroyed my calves and everything. And it was like my joints and my ankles. And, and it's all because of being a little too overzealous. So, yeah, definitely repetition is an issue. But with what you're talking about is you were swinging in both directions, right? You were practicing it all around. But it was only the left elbow that was really affected, not, not your yeah. right elbow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it must have been just like a weak grip or just like wasn't paying attention enough to the grip or that even just the hand placement of like – my left hand being on top and getting that extra extension as you come through. So there, uh, yes, yes. That's I I've been messing around with that. Uh, you see, I'm so interested in this. Um, <laughs> when I swing, sometimes when I'm not paying attention to my form, you know, like when I just start and I'm still thinking about, I don't know, I got to go cut the lawn or whatever. I got all these other thoughts in my head. I'll notice I get like a little twinge feeling on the, on the inside of my elbow there. And it's like a pull, and it's always when I'm coming down this way. And if I'm going, if I go too heavy, too quick, and try one arm, I'll notice it too. The minute I feel it, though, I go, "Oh, okay, that's, I got to start paying attention to my my form here." And I and I pay attention to the same thing, the the grip. I change that, and I also engage my lat more. I get more mind muscle connection to that lat, and really try to drive with the elbow. So it's yeah. the elbow, right? Like how Leo describes in Steel Mace Flow 1. You know, you're doing elbow drivers. Not, <laughs> you're not pulling like this. You're driving that elbow. And it might, you know, if somebody's never done it before and they're listening to us talk right now, they might say, nah, it's the same thing. It's not. It's really oh. not. It's what you're paying attention to. And like that little bit of a change in grip, that little bit of engaging the lat makes all the difference. And yeah. I think that when we continue on with our mace practice, all of us can attest to this. This is the kind of thing that keeps us like sparking all along, right? Because we go, ah, just like you did with, with uh, Harbeats. Like he showed you a swing, you've been doing swings, but he did his little twist and you were like blown away 
because <laughs> it's like this almost like a simple thing, but you just never connected those dots, right? Well, it's like one of those things where it's like, no matter how much you practice, there's always going to be something to learn. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love with Steel Mace Flow, because it's like, holy crap, like it, one, it's like dancing to me. So like dancing is my career. It was my passion for the past decade. But there's always someone better than you. You never know enough. There's always something to make better. And playing around the mace is the same thing. Like I could do a million 360s within the next 10 years or six months because, you know, quarantine. <laughs> and then someone's going to come around and show me something that I didn't know or that I've never heard or tweak something and going to make it even better or feel better. That's, it's like, if you have ADD, like, it's one of the best practices I've ever played around with. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. I, I've heard that before, too. Yeah, and, and um, you know, you're, you're, I think it's interesting that you have a dance background. And that's what you see. And I remember we were DMing each other or we were doing a group chat with the uh, East Coast Steel Mace Flow group. And I mentioned something about it feeling like uh, or looking like martial arts to me. And you said, I see it more as a dance. And I was like, that is so interesting. Um, I got This is what, something I've been dying to talk to you about. Uh, I want to hear about a little bit about your dance background and how you're taking and you putting your dance influence into it and we're all at the end of the day we're all doing <laughs> steel mace flow isn't that cool yeah man yeah so, so you said you've been doing dance for 15 years now it's 15 i started dancing um in my hometown when i was 14 so god so what is it 16 years now uh getting up there so um started off originally just doing like acrobatics and like tricks and then the instructor convinced me to like come to like a jazz class um, and that developed into me being a competitive dancer with like ballet, jazz, modern, um, contemporary, lyrical, whatever style you can think of. Um, worked on Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines for three years as a professional dancer doing their shows, came home for a couple months, moved to LA, um, and was a performing dancer, model, and actor in LA for seven years before moving out to the East Coast. So, um, yeah, man. Just, any sort of dance style that you want. It's, I've been doing it forever and, you know, I don't do it as much anymore. That's because, it's, you know, I don't work as much in it, but it's still something that like I incorporate into my life every day, which has been awesome and amazing. Um, when it comes to the steel mason dancing, uh, it's funny that we always say martial arts and stuff with it. Um, Leo doesn't have a dance background. Leo is the first person that I saw on YouTube doing steel mace flow. The next person after that was Adam Fleury up in uh, North, uh, northern New York. He's a soldier, like, you know, no dance background again. Yeah, like he does kickboxing and stuff, too. He does, yeah, he does, like, Muay Thai and jiu-jitsu and, like, right. kickboxing. Yeah. So two people who have a martial arts background never once, like, probably been to a ballet class in their life. But, like, watching them move and integrate, the, like, their movement with, like, music, that's, that's dancing, man. Like, yeah. that's dancing so like whether it's a martial arts form or it's like russian ballet and stuff like there's techniques to music that's a dance dude that's a groove <laughs> yeah yeah that's true and and their movements i mean they they pay such in you want to talk about paying attention to form you know even if you never even want to get pick up a mace in your entire life you want to do something else uh with your body physical fitness whatever it still would behoove you 
to watch guys like Leo and Adam and just absorb how they pay attention to their form. They put so much attention, and you can see they're not thinking about cutting the lawn. <laughs> they're not thinking about no. <laughs> they're, they're so in the zone, in the moment. And, you know, you, you could almost like you – you get like a chill because you realize like, man, you, you know, if you practice hard enough – to get your mind into that zone that's a beautiful place yeah. to be that is a well, that's the that's the flow aspect of steel man's flow is to get yeah. your mind into that thing of just being able to go and enjoy it you know or to this to live in it um right a fun practice is, is watch a flow artist and then try to mentally block the image of the mace and watch the movement it's a fun practice and like to yeah. be able to see like the structure of the body like everyone gets like razzmatazz by the mace swinging around and doing all this cool stuff but if you just watch the movement of the person itself without the mace like it's still just as amazing and beautiful as a process it's phenomenal yeah you know that happened naturally to me when um do you remember I, pinto's still doing it but he initiated all those videos where he had the glow-in-the-dark mace yeah. right I, he brought that to the critical mass and he showed us and I was like, oh my God, I felt like I was actually holding the most magical thing ever, you know, <laughs> like he had reflectors on it. But I, so these videos start off with, with that and I'm watching that. And of course, you know, you, it's so easy to get drawn into what the mace is doing, but every once in a while you go, oh, that guy's got good form. Oh, look, look how he's getting that, that knee way up. Wow. His hip, you know, he's really strong. Um, but then all of a sudden he kind of like, just kind of drifted away from the glow in a dark mace and he was just doing more just like hey, here i am i'm just th throwing a mace around and then all of a sudden i'm like whoa look at his form like it just it really now it, it popped out and um now, now he's going back into that again and he's you know adding enhancing, <laughs> which is totally cool um it's a great way to appreciate it but it's it that's just the my point is just to uh back up what you just said about getting lost and watching the mace moving around and 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 yeah the the what they're doing with their form is incredible and i guess since you have a dance background you've mm -hmm. always been watching people's form so yeah. that must have been like right away a natural thing you saw leo and adam and all these other guys and girls and boom you're looking at their form their figure that how their bodies are moving right yeah man i that's the first thing i always look at like you know i love barbell lifting and i love kettlebells and stuff but like like, there's only certain things you can do with them. Like, you do a swing with a kettlebell, it's either going to the side, it's going to be, well, unless you're Nick, and he can throw that thing around like he's juggling a freaking tiger, which is awesome. But, like, you know, with a barbell, you're not going to be able to do a lot of movement, you know? So, like, to see someone be able to take this piece of equipment and to, like, move and twist and, like, contort their body, it's, it's freaking awesome, man. It's just, like... Yeah. Yeah, mind-blowing. And, and then, um, over the summer... I remember you got all fired up, man. You had an idea. And um, I remember you put the word out. I love your energy, dude. This is what we need. We need people <laughs> with energy and passion. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I, feel, I feel like a little torn. Like I don't want to always have to defend the steel mace from the rest of the world. But it just seems like sometimes people don't get it. And then I don't care if they don't get it. But it's when people start making fun of it and they're ignorant about it, and they're not even open-minded. Like, you go, here, just try, and you hand them a 10, and they, they barely do a swing. You go, uh-uh, no, that's going to mess up my shoulders, and they walk yeah. away. And right away, it's just, it's, it's bullshit. And I, I, I get 
you know, I get into this mode where I want to defend and protect, but you know what? The best thing to do <laughs> is just to share your energy and your passion. So you, of course, man. you went with, with this awesome idea to create a, a dance company, right? Yeah. So, uh, steel flow motion. Um, the name is, can be edited or changed or whatever. It's just what I could come up with on short notice. Yeah. So, um, a ballet company that I'm with up here in New York, um, for earth day, reached out about a production that needed entries to be able to perform um to fill spots for the show and stuff um they're looking for anywhere from 15 to 30 minute sh uh, sets um and like actually it's funny because like a week or two before that i kind of mentioned my idea about doing like a cool project and filming it with you um Right, and like right. it's doing like a group, yeah. So it's so funny how like a week later, the director of my company reached out to people asking if they knew anyone with entries, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So it's that was on like Tuesday. The submission was due that upcoming Sunday, so like I got a few guys who were like local who like came together. We met Saturday for like two two and a half hours. We tried busting out as much choreography as we could with the steel mace. Filmed it um played around tweaked it and edited and then sent it all on sunday had to come up with a company name description of the company and like all this stuff within like a five-day period which i had never done before <laughs> so it's like so but yeah you know it's a project it's right now I, it's it's not on the back burner because i don't want to put that energy into it it's more of this like no, no theaters or rehearsal spaces or anything's open so like I can't really reach out that much I've actually talked to a few local like dive bars and like burlesque like clubs and stuff in New York about performing like a five to ten minute set um but yeah man we're just I'm, I'm gonna put the steel mace on stage you know it's gonna be like Cirque du Soleil with a mace hell yeah dude and I, <laughs> and I think it'll be super successful I was thinking about you um uh, when was it uh shoot my daughter, you know, she's seven and she does dance. So her, they had a, um, a competition and we drove down to Trenton, New Jersey, where the competition was. And, um, and I remember like they were using props and stuff, you know, so, and some of these, like some of these companies that came out, I was these little kids, man. And they were doing so, I was like, oh my God, they're so talented and they're using props. And the only thing I was waiting for was somebody to bring out like a half a dozen maces <laughs> And I was like, dude, you know, you could give these kids wooden maces or something. I mean, it is a good prop that they could use. I mean, they're swinging, they're moving chairs around, right? They're doing that thing. We've yeah. seen that before where they put chairs and they kind of do like a, a move where the chair arcs over their heads and they put it down and then they put their leg up on it. So there's no reason <laughs> why you can't do that with mace. And I mean, I, I was thinking of you, I was like, dude, you could like go into like dance places all around the country and just be like, look, here's a, a like a program that you could pick up with right here, I could come in. And so, I mean, I, I would say, you know, you're the guy, the go-to guy for that. I mean, who else, right? You, you're a steel mace flow coach. You have a decade and a half more of dance practice. You're passionate about what you do. And um, you have like a good attitude and everything. I mean, that's, that's, that's your baby right there. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. I'm going right. to grow it. I'm going to, you know, I have, um, the original cast members who were able to come to the rehearsal and stuff. Um, who was that? So Jamie Pinto, um, who's like, I'm so glad he was able to make it because his attention to music 
because he plays music yeah is phenomenal like without his help that day like we wouldn't have gotten nowhere that's because he was so attentive and like played the song for the whole drive down there um charles came down um from charge um so two people from you know new jersey and philly drove up right. um and then ryan ryan was there too yeah ryan, ryan miller, miller blackbird athletics yeah. Yeah. yeah man so which is funny because he's not actually steel man's flow certified yet and right. he, it, until then he's never really played with a 10 pound mace he's always right. used a 15 which is ridiculous to me <laughs> yeah yeah well, he, um, he he came in to do the podcast with me and he was like, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm just really picking up the, the mace right now. And I said, that's why I want you, dude, because I want to hear somebody from your point of reference. And I have a feeling we're going to see you get better over time. And yeah. look, within a few months, he was hooking up with you guys. Yeah. Well, I met him last summer at uh, Ben Walker's class in the city. Oh, randomly I met him. Yeah, at yeah. the park, right? Yeah, randomly met him at one of those. Um, like, it was the first time I've done a Steel Mace Flow class, first time meeting Ryan and stuff. So, like, Ben was the only one teaching classes close enough to me that I could, like, you know, take a train ticket there instead of driving to, you know, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, until I heard your interview with Kelly Manzone and realized that she's only 15 minutes north of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so I had the original cast members, those four – or those three guys, um, Adam and his wife – um agreed to do a duet um for the showcasing um it's still a work in progress so like at the moment now like i i kind of had the group um just kind of offering up any artistic materials they that they find or they want to do if they have time or they want to put energy into rehearsing the piece that like we kind of made or kind of rehearsing their own individual piece um especially adam and kate um send it my way we'll build the instagram a little bit more which i've been really lazy at lately but um you know this everyone's just kind of mentally working on their own artistic view i got uh kathy don't remember her instagram handle unfortunately but she's been doing she used to do a lot of like uh like club dance work like steel club dance um she's starting to get into the mace a little bit more and she's over she's just west of me i believe so is this like her prime thing is to do uh kind of like she's you know she's musical theater she's a dancer um so hmm. she likes been doing a lot like you know let me check it out real quick yeah. um yeah because i want to know i mean you know um i'm always looking to but she's been doing like a lot, a lot of cool stuff oh where'd you go i'm still here there you are you yeah, came a little back. <laughs> let's see let's see let's see bam, 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 bam. yeah the technology still isn't perfect with zoom or sometimes i see people do instagram live chats and the it sounds horrible man it's like i can't believe oh, they can't get the, yeah yeah so it's kathy lucas movement on instagram um and she has a pretty awesome website that like incorporates like different like styles of like dancing and like club work um, like I know she has like a, like a club and tango style or uh, like class kind of thing that she like offers, but like you know I got I got connected through with her, um, and she's like really happy to be a part of the team. You know we did a Skype call not that long ago with the whole cast and stuff, and everyone's like really excited and like really happy to be a part of it. 
um, Holly, um, if you know, if you remember Holly uh, Day, is that her last name? Yes. Yeah, Holly Day, yeah. Um, you know, so her background in musical theater and acting and dancing and stuff, and, you know, she has a lot of Mace experience now, too. So she's part of the cast as well. So mentally, I have, like, a full, like, 30-minute long show planned out. And, like, of course, like, uh, Ken was awesome enough to, like, offer up his, like, his gym and stuff because I want to get a group right. from New Jersey and stuff to do, like, a large group piece. And then, you know, after getting a really good submission video done, like, an audition reel, it's just submitting it to, like, different venues and stuff and, like, getting it on stage, hopefully within, you know, the next year or two, so. Yeah, dude, uh, you know what? Like, um, yeah. it, it, it hit me up anytime you want, and I'll see – if I could help you find something around the New Jersey area. I, like I mentioned earlier, Asbury Park is, a, is like a, a city on the beach, and they have theaters there. They have venues. Um, they have rooftops. You know, it's, and it's, very, it's a really cool little town that, um, that, that's focused on, like, the arts and, and things like that. So that's, like, a, a place that you could possibly do something as well. But, yeah, I mean, um, Critical Mass in Titton Falls, New Jersey, is – got a big space they even have the outdoor yeah. section in the back they have like an open yeah. parking lot so you well that and it's kind of it's kind of central too because there's a lot of people right. like when i reached out to the group like there's people from philly new york connecticut uh steel mace mads he just moved up to massachusetts or yeah. moving to massachusetts he wants to be a part of it and stuff. so it's like it was kind of like new jersey's kind of like central to all that right so it's like if i can do like individual rehearsals all over the place and then like major rehearsals in New Jersey, I feel like we can get the most like uh, attendance for yeah. like the company. So, yeah. You know. it, it, yeah. It sounds like you got a good plan and maybe what you got to do just to keep that, that energy level. I'm just, you know, making suggestions. You could tell me to go screw if you want, but <laughs> yeah, I just like to, I just like to collaborate with people and throw ideas on the table. Um, maybe like, cause I see people doing these Instagram videos where they edit together. People are all around the world and they edit themselves together <laughs> and they do a thing. You could do like a dance, uh, like it could become a promo clip. Like you start off and you do something and then it segues to the next person doing their choreographed move. And you could just go right down the chain of everybody and do like a loop. And it's just it's just a project that you could kind of do together during the quarantine, so that you could all stay in that group mentality and not yeah. get you know what I mean. Sometimes that's what a team. I've done two of them already. Uh, okay, <laughs> have you posted them up? Um, there, one one was one was with my dance company that I'm a part of in LA. Still, I'm still contracted with a, a company out there called uh, Mixed Emotions Dance Theater. I work with them uh, when they're on the East Coast. And then the other one was for the dance company, the Bell Dance Theater that I work for in New York. So um, they've been posted up. Um, I personally didn't tag them onto Instagram because their video links were kind of weird. Um, but I'll send you over the links and stuff so you can check them out. So yeah. it's actually a really funny idea. I should I should have the cast and stuff and see if they're willing to do it. It's called a tag video. That's what you it. do is like, yeah, because you start off doing something and then you end. And then the person starts off how you ended. So yeah, it yeah. looks as like one seamless piece. Yeah. That should be a fun idea. I'll have, to, I'll have to cast up and stuff today to see if they want to be a part of that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's just something fun to do and, and keep keep everybody connected. I mean, the, the COVID uh, quarantine is going to end sooner or later. And you guys can use this time to really, you know, tighten up like that. And then when, you, when it does, you just hit the – 
you hit the floor running. You know, it's not going to be like, well, okay, let's let's get the rust out, guys. Like, you're not going to have any rust. You're not going to have any cobwebs. So that would be really cool. I mean, you know, it's it's just keeping the energy going and and um and you and just lead the group. You know, take yeah. take that leadership and then let it, anybody else. Like, you know, you mentioned Jamie with his his ability to listen to music and everything like delegate that to him like hey can you help me with this music portion that way you keep your creative flow going you don't you don't hit the dead end you know or yeah, he's, a, been, he's been helping me um when we when we talk about it and stuff he's been helping me kind of like research more music um and i'd like to feature his band as much as i can too that's because like he's being such a big help that i would like to help as well in some sort of way um you know, I want to hit up Sleepy Monkey and stuff and get some of his music because his music is freaking amazing and oh stuff. Oh, my and, God. You know, I was just talking to him, and I, and I said – I was like, man, I, I love your music. I, I, I got a question. Maybe you could solve this riddle for me. Um, I, love, I love Jamie's band too, and they're on Bandcamp. Okay. And, and so <laughs> I have – I bought their album, Hexa, and I could listen to it on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I record my videos with my phone. And I want to have his music in my videos. Uh, so what should I do? Should I just uh, use a laptop and play it over the speakers and just do it that way and or record with my you, laptop? You can, you can do that. There's an app called Media Monster. And I'm not sure if you can replay it. It's a little one right there. Okay. Um, but at least, like, you know, like when you record a video that it cuts your music off on your phone? Yeah. You, if you record through Media Monster, the music will keep playing, and I think you can download the music into that app. I think I haven't played around with that portion of it yet, but um, at least like you know you don't have to cut your music off while you're recording, so you okay. can get the same feel of the music. So, but I think you should be able to even move your music into there. Oh yeah, so you can connect like your Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and import them and stuff. So you should be able to actually uh, import it into that app. I think it's a dollar ninety nine, but right. I think that's it though. So then, then if I record a video, I could put the the music. I could bring the music in. When yeah, I you edit. should be able to. Yeah, you should be able to bring it in when you edit. All right. it stuff, that's yeah, because yeah, I, I I mean I've been listening to Jamie's uh, like you know I love metal and I, as you can see I'm all freaking metaled out with skulls and black over here, uh, but um. Yeah, you know, and, and, like, just knowing him and the way he moves and, and what his, like, you know, the way he is and everything. And then hearing that music and it's like, damn, man, that's so cool. You know, he has, he has that ability to do so much. He's, he's a talented artist. And, it, and, and that's what I'm going to channel it, man. You got to. Yes, channel it. Exactly. And, you know, and, and you got so many other people such as yourself where you have these other talents and it's so amazing how it all comes together at the steel mace and it creates a whole new tribe and it, it's like a real tribe too yeah because like they yeah i guess they say like you know uh physical fit you know gyms like the hardcore powerlifting gyms out there which you know i i love but you know like they have a tribe mentality but it's not like this steel mace is is like a real tribe you know it's got that real like we are separate that's that's where i thought of the idea steel mace nation like it like i was thinking like the american indians they had their own nation yeah you know when they were getting you know when they were getting their 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 their, uh kicked off their land and getting stuff stolen from them and and shot and killed you know but basically um 
they still maintained their own nation, their own tribe, and and it, within all the chaos yeah. of what was going on around them. That's the way I, I see it, you know, and everybody has their unique talents. And I feel like everybody is aware of each other. So they bring, they bring their best, you know, and there's so much encouragement because if you encourage your members in your tribe to do better, it's better for the whole tribe. Of course, dude, one of the biggest things I've always said about Steel Mace Flow or the Steel Mace community is they're the most supportive, welcoming, and just like creative group like you could you know smash yourself in a face in the face of the maze and they'd tell you how awesome it was you know <laughs> right. it's like right. you know it's it's one of those things like growing up as a dancer in a small town in the midwest and stuff like not very appreciated of a male dancer in a town of like you know like maybe like fifteen thousand people i grew up yeah. in north dakota so you know they're they're kind of behind in the times so yeah and then dance in general is a very, very, very kind of vindictive, like, you're my friend, but you're my enemy because you're auditioning against you. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it grows up with that mentality and stuff. But, you know, in the Steel Mace community, like, I've never seen anything like that. I've never, like, met anyone or, like, gotten, like, you know, negative comments or feedback about something, you know? Right. You know, you'll get, like, a correction, like, you know, constructive criticism, which is awesome. But, like, everyone that's, like, always wants to, like, share, they, like, you know, it's just like you, like, like us. Like, you know, I post something for Steel Mace Nation, you post something in mine. You know, we share the knowledge and each other's, like, abilities, and, like, it's just awesome. And I think that that's why it's growing so quickly, man. That's why it's, like, it's blowing up over the – even just the yes. year that I've been doing it, it's, like – it's like doubled in size. Yeah. Yeah. That's Crazy. it. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there, man. It's a definitely um, part of it. The, the collaborative effort is, is true and it's real, you know, it's not bullshit and everybody's just psyched to like be a part of it. And, and I think it's, I think it's like ground level right now where everybody also realizes we can make or break this thing. You know, yeah. we could, we could all be dickheads, you know, and do stupid stuff and then it'll just go away like everything else. Or yeah. we could all step up to the plate and, you know, have a little, you know, a realization that maybe there's a watchful eye. There's people checking us out. Like, well, what is this? And if they see like people doing, you know, dopey things yeah. and, and acting like, uh, you know, like whatever competition, fighting each other, who's better than they're just going to go. Eh. I don't want any well, part of that. Listening to your podcast, I know we have a few doctors and a few like physical therapists and stuff who yeah. are trying to get the steel mace. Um, who was it? Uh, Jordan, I think maybe. Who told us? Uh, who was saying something about? Um, they're doing like a sports science, like actual like study on the steel mace. I think it was. I think it was Jordan. Um, there's well, let's see. I interviewed Dr. Tony Lamana. Weightlifting Doc, I think it was that one. Weightlifting Doc, yes. Yeah, is that Tony? Tony. Okay, per yes. Tony then, Tony. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I'm thinking, I think I'm probably thinking of Jordan Shallow, who is a prehab guy, not, but physical therapy. So yeah. what do you have then? And then you have um, Primal Flow Movement. Um, yeah, uh, he, does, uh, he does a lot of physical therapy with people, and the wooden yeah. mixes that he came up with, are helping people because of guess what you know, 10 I, pounds I got one. yeah there i mean i've i've had like you know times where that's all i could use just because i was like beat up or something like that and you know what i still got my flow on and i ended up doing a leg workout because i was moving around so they're great yeah i'm you know i'm doing a primal flow movement cert right now i'm actually oh, like okay. 
almost done with and stuff. Um, you know, it, it's, it's been great. It's, it's fun getting a different approach to the mace because right now I have steel mace flow um, and then like heartbeats workshop, but it's fun getting it from an anatomical and biomechanics background. Yeah. So it's like, okay, why am I doing, you know, step two, like with the mace down, like why, like what's working? Why am I trying to do this and stuff? Yeah. You know, when I'm doing my arrow, other than burning out my shoulders, like why am I doing that? So it's been, it's been awesome hearing the why of the movement instead of just the beauty of it and the creativity of it, which, you know, different people are going to bring out different aspects of the maze. So the fact that like, you know, Dr. Joey is bringing a correctional exercise, which is like my field of fitness yeah. to the maze has been amazing and phenomenal. Like it's, it's, you know, plus he's using like, you know, the proper terminology for like your hamstrings, your quads, you're pulling back your left hip dorsi, you know, serratus interior is on fire. I was like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is what I wanted. <laughs> the nerd talk. I love the nerd I talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it's awesome getting all these approaches. And then, you know, of course you have like, you know, Mr. Mace Man, who is the, the original American Mace Swinger. So it's like, you know, it's, you got, you got to appreciate all of them, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's, it's so amazing here. And, um, and, and then the guys down in Florida, Mace Fit, right? Mace Fit. I became oh, a Mace Fit coach. I went through that certification. And that's just like, I love that. It's just like, pick up this heavy thing and do this. But I mean, there is paying attention to the form and that always comes down to those foundations that, you don't really need heavy weight. Um, you, what you need is proper form. And if you use proper form, you're going to actually um, benefit from it better. And, and you're going to have to lower the weight to, to use proper form. A lot of people will always cheat heavy weight up. And what are they? They're cheating themselves, you know. <laughs> so we learn a lot from it. And also, too, I'm sorry, but, you know, if you, you know, I like, I like to always train for hypertrophy and, and building muscle, but in the old days I would kill myself and think that that's, I had to lift heavy and I had to do a lot of volume. That is the best way to get hurt. And even, even the biggest bodybuilders out there, if you look, especially as they're entering toward their competition, they don't do heavy weight. They do, they do a lot of machine stuff and light stuff. Yeah. And they, 12 reps, man. That's it. And they just put, proper form and intensity and they put that time under tension into the into the workout and they pay attention to the foundations and i think you know all of all these certifications that are out there who, whoever's doing it whether it's just me mr mace man doing like hey we're gonna just swing a uh you know a, a 30 pound gata and i'm gonna teach you all kinds of stuff whatever it is flow whatever it's all the foundations and people are in such a rush to get right through that and get to like to the good stuff. Well, the good stuff is the foundations. It starts with the good stuff because it always goes back to that. And if you're, if you're coming home from work and you're tired and you want to work out a little bit, you, you, you train on your foundations. That's what you do, you know? So like, yeah, man, it's awesome. And, and I'm sure with your dance background, same thing, right? Same thing in dance. It's like, well, if your dance looks sloppy, let's look at how you're performing your foundational movements, right? You won't go to a ballet class without starting off with plies at the bar, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> it's so important. And watching my daughter go to dance class and seeing now she's doing them on Zoom. Uh, we have a sheet of plywood on the floor. 
and she's there for three hours on the plywood, but I, I'm sitting there making food or whatever, and I'm eyeballing her, watching what she's doing, and she's doing all the basics, all the basics. Yeah. And she will do, as a dancer, you will do the basics all the way until the day you're not a dancer anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> every single class, every single workout you ever do, every single piece of choreography, it's always the basics. And then, you know, they just add a little flair to it. Yeah. So, right, right. Yeah. Bring your personality into it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Quinn, you, you, you coach up at what gym? Um, well, at currently now the gym is currently closed, oh, but yeah. um, it's Alpha Interval Training in White Plains, New York. Um, I'm the head, head coach, head trainer there, whatever the title is nowadays. Yeah. Um, they are offering like online and live classes and stuff that uh, um, the owner and then one of our other trainers is doing at the moment. Um, but other than that, like, uh, you know, I, I have my personal clients. I do online training um, through Team Quinn Fit. And then I'm lucky enough to have, like, a well-equipped gym in my living room. So my in-person clients have been, you know, as long as everyone's healthy and feeling okay, have been coming over here, like, seven times a week. And, you know, I have a full squat rack, bumper plates, and maces, and resistance bands, and some kettlebells and stuff. So they're getting a good workout in still. Oh, nice, man. So they yeah. can reach you on your Instagram at Tim uh, at team quinn fit yeah at team quinn fit or they can go to the website teamquinnfit.com um you know i'm offering zoom classes now too, free free mace classes um on tuesday and friday night um so at 7 15 and 7 p.m that's all of the information is on uh my instagram and stuff i post it every week it's you know free to come you don't need a mace bring a broom bring a baseball bat you know sledgehammer whatever you want to bring um yeah just trying to get people moving and you know the the cool thing is the, the Zoom classes for me actually started with, I convinced my parents and my aunt to buy a mace. And I started, like, they all live back in the Midwest still. So they all bought a mace and I started doing Sunday classes with them, just, you know, me and the family. And that developed into me doing uh, open classes on Tuesday and Friday while still my family class on Sunday. That is awesome, dude. This is a yeah. little lesson <laughs> to learn too, is, is just start something. And like, if you want to do something, like you want to get into coaching, whatever, just start something, get your family members involved. And then slowly but surely it will lead to something. It's the lack of inaction that you, you go nowhere. I mean, you can't just you have to start somewhere. And that, that was a, that was a smart move. Plus you were able to augment yourself, not augment, orient yourself to using zoom and teaching on Zoom because it's a, it's a little different, right? Especially teaching Mace. So uh, dude, it's, it's definitely not my favorite. I, definitely more of a one-on-one -on -one, like yeah. in your face kind of person but it's been going well um you know it's actually the funny thing is i've been getting a lot of new people to steal mace too so a lot of my students at the moment are beginners my dad pops in once or twice a week now so and that's he hasn't awesome. worked out in ever so <laughs> that's huge that's huge <laughs> so like, it's been awesome being able to get these people in and teach them yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's that that's a, that's a win right there just getting your 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 father uh exercising he you know this was the thing this mace that's what yeah. got him into working out so Dude, it's so it's so shocking i've been coaching him to do stuff and like to like look buy some resistance bands buy a kettlebell and then all of a sudden i was like i have a discount code for the steel mace buy a 10 pound mace we'll do classes every week and sure enough like four of my family members jumped up on it and you know now i teach class to him and it's just like right. you guys haven't worked out in your entire life so what's the difference now? But it, 
you know? I'm what not going to argue say? it. <laughs> did, did, did they have an answer? Did they, do they even know? Or are they just kind of like, well, I don't know. It's just in my hand. I'm just doing it. <laughs> my mom, not really so much. Like, she just kind of, I think she's kind of doing it to support me. Like, and like my kind of goal of like teaching more. Um, this because she's always been that way. My dad, I talked to him and like, he's, he's like, you know what? Like, it's just like, it's here. It's very easy. Like, you know, I don't need to go anywhere. Um, he's one of the best, he's like, I was like, you feel like a badass, don't you dad? And he's like, yeah, I feel so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he has no coordination, which is the funniest thing ever, but like he <laughs> feels great doing it. So it's just like, why not? You know? Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's great. Uh, nothing but, um, Nothing but good vibes there from that. That that makes me feel good to hear that. And, um, you know, I, I've encountered that a few times, you know, t uh, taking somebody on the beach with a mace. They don't even know what they're doing with it. And, you know, they're they're. I feel so, like, powerful right now. This is like, <laughs> yeah, go with that. Follow that. Channel that. Use that. That's your friend right there. That's that's. just want to smash a window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, can I smack a car window with this or somebody I don't like? I'm not part of that, okay? Go get your own base. Bye. <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. So that's it, man. So that's how everybody can get in touch with you uh, through your Instagram or through yeah. your .com. And, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Okay, cool. And are you on Facebook? I am. Um, uh, you can find me. Uh, there's a. I have a business page, Team Quinn Fit, on Facebook. Um, YouTube. I started doing uh, steel mace workouts on YouTube as well um, for people who miss the Zoom classes, and that's underneath uh, HQ High Quality or my fiance's name, Heather and Quinn Fitness. <laughs> oh, nice. um, so it's HQ. <laughs> Fitness, yep. Oh, HQ no. Fitness. Okay. Yep. Just um, you can search uh, on there um, on YouTube. Okay. And basically, all the YouTube is just like my recorded workouts from that week. Right. Um, and that's for people who can't make it. I just pop them up there so some they, like, everyone has a chance and stuff. So. All right. I don't think yeah. I'm I'm following you on that, so I got to get on that. And everybody listening, make sure you follow HQ Fitness on YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, make sure you follow Steel Mace Nation on YouTube too. Yeah. And uh, follow all the Steel Mace coaches because, like, what Quinn and I were just talking about here, it doesn't matter. Every practitioner, every coach, they bring something different to the table. And, you know, don't be like if – you, if you come across a, a Mace coach and, and you're not get, getting a vibe, that's okay. Move on to the next one. Don't just write it off. It's, it's all how you relate to people. And, you know, maybe some people you just – you don't have a, a relatable thing with them, but that, you know, that doesn't mean that they're not good either. It's, it's just like anything else in life. So um, there's plenty of coaches out there. There's more coming down the road. And like with what you're doing, Quinn, you know, bringing your dance influence into it. Uh, that's big, man. You know, like I could definitely see myself at some point, uh, obviously it'll have to be when the, when the quarantine <laughs> is over, but driving up to Connecticut and uh, hooking up with you for like maybe stay a couple days or something and just learn some stuff from you that I could try to incorporate because man, I am a horrible dancer. And <laughs> I know I know one day I feel very strong. You know, it may it might be a while, but I know one day I'll be able to take a mace on a dance floor somewhere and I'll be able to get down and boogie and people are gonna be like, Whoa, that guy's awesome. So that's that'll be my day. That'll be my my day to shine. And I, I gotta there learn. You go, man. <laughs> oh, trust me, you're going to be in rehearsals, dude. I'm going to get you on that stage one of these days, all right? I will do it. As long as, yeah, man. 
Yeah, you know, as long as I can, uh, I can, I can move my body and I can even do the tiniest little thing, so it doesn't like you know screw up anything. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to throw you guys. I'll make you. I'll make us all look good. We'll rehearsal. We will. We'll practice and stuff. Like hell yeah. You know, we'll we'll hit the stage strong, confident. Yeah, it's gonna blow people's minds. Definitely, man. I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> Quinn, it was a pleasure, man. Uh, you know, first time t- actually talking to you. Big supporter of the podcast. Um, you know, keep doing your thing, man. Stay in touch and feel free to come back on anytime you want. Dude, um, hit me up, man. Yeah, definitely. And bef- you know, before we go, I mean, you can hang up on me now if you want, but I just want to tell everybody <laughs> about our um, our sponsors, OngoEnergy.com. Use the discount code SteelMace25, get 25% off. Uh, GraziellaCoffeeCompany.com. Tony Ponte from Graziella Coffee is friends with Ryan Miller. Oh, I see Ryan posting that stuff, man. Yeah, okay. Ryan hooked me up with him. He said, you got to talk to this guy. He's a young entrepreneur, and uh, we did a podcast with him. Uh, it's a few back now. Um, I don't remember which episode, but uh, he's sharp dude, man. His, his ideas are, are freaking great, and I just keep looking. I'm like, this guy is like in his 20s. He's going to be a monster, you know? <laughs> so um, the, the discount code is MACENATION15. You get 15% off on a bag of really delicious coffee. And then, of course, there's addictsclub.com. Uh, you ever swing at addicts? I swung one when I was over at a critical mass, but yeah. I was kind of more intrigued by the 41-pound gata. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a so, showstopper. But I've been looking at the addicts club a lot, man. So I'm, I'm getting into, like um, – you know, just watching weightlifting doc and stuff, like looking at all the heavier club stuff. So I kind of want to move into heavier club work. Yeah. Um, that and, you know, it's like half the price of the, of the mace, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I, you, high quality materials cost money. So like, you know, I, I, the addicts clubs and maces are gorgeous. I love how you can switch them up so quickly and stuff. Like it's an amazing, amazing product. It's worth every freaking penny, dude. Like, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears have gone into those, and I love it. Yeah, 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 you definitely, yeah. Don Dino down in, in Florida is, you know, he's like a one-man show with that. It's an American-made product, um, and like you said, it's made well. They, they fit together. He has a patented Dude. design so that like these perfect. things don't unscrew while you're, while you're working out. I have two clubs, and I've been getting into club work, and I, I think it's uh, another game-changer. It's just another yeah. one on top of, of all the other stuff. So yeah, they're, uh, that's, that's our, that's our sponsors. Um, thanks for sitting through that, man. <laughs> no, of course, uh, man. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I only, I only, uh, take sponsors of stuff that I use or I truly promote and that's it. You know, that's how it should be, man. Yeah. And then, um, I, I might as well tell you, uh, May 18th, uh, that's the, that's the date right now. Um, I'm going to be launching my new website, steelmasonation.com. It's going to be workout one, right? Yeah, it's it's gonna be you know like right now I just got something I slapped up a while ago. It's gonna it's yeah it just wasn't cut. So it's gonna have workouts and, and videos and a blog and all kinds of stuff because I've been writing more and and getting more into that. Well, I've been seeing the work you've been putting in, man. You're looking great, dude. Your videos look awesome. Good quality. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. You know that's course, coming man. from you. I appreciate that definitely. Um, so yeah, we, everybody's got shit going on, and it's and it's it's exciting. It is exciting because I don't see an end to it yet. So no, good We're to all have come out stronger, friend. dude. Fred, it was awesome talking to you, man. Really appreciate you, dude. 
Yeah, man, you too. And uh, again, yeah, hit me up anytime you want to come back on so we could uh, talk more about this stuff. Heck yeah, man. We'll